The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. The 1-0. Hit hard to right field. That is back. That is back. That is over the right fielder, Chris Teason's head. Johnson's going to have a chance for three and a triple with two outs here for Tanner Johnson. Today, the Kearney Bearcats travel to Lincoln for the A6 District Tournament. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. The 1-1 pitch to Smith. Swung on and hit deep to left field. That maybe is way back. It is over the left fielder's head. Off the wall. Two runs will score on his horses, Brayden Anderson. Brayden Anderson is going to score, and Kearney has a 6-3 lead. Nolan Smith with his fifth RBI to the ball game. Kearney will need two wins over Heartland Athletic Conference foes to clinch their second-ever trip to next week's state tournament in Omaha. It's the A6 District Baseball Tournament coming up next, but first it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Sherman Field in Lincoln right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone, from historic Sherman Field in Lincoln. Doug Duda with you on this first Saturday in May, which is famous for many things, and now the district baseball tournaments across the state of Nebraska. We've already had a couple of dandies across the state today, but Kearney High will have their first appearance of the A6 tournament. Then when they made the state tournament the very first year, they played here at Sherman Field. Of course, a little Legion ball they'll play here at Sherman Field. Lincoln East is also hosting, so they're playing at Den Hartog, where the Heartland Athletic Conference Championships were this year. And since Lincoln Southeast is the host, Sherman Field is next in line. And what a dandy before this. Lincoln Southeast, a two-out base hit down the left field line with the tying run, a winning run on second base, able to score and win this baseball game by a score of a two-to-one and Southeast picking up the win. Also of note, Grand Island was up 2-0 over Elkhorn South going into the seventh, scored a run only to see Elkhorn South score four runs in the bottom of the seventh and beat the Islanders 4-3. Now, while that hurts, obviously, for Grand Island, that is very key for this district because you're looking at possibilities of wild cards. Since this is the A6 district, Southeast the sixth seed, Kearney the seventh seed, had they been one more up in the wild card, we'd have been at home for this tournament uh, today. Lincoln North Star is the only non-top-10 team that beat Kearney this year, and that was way back before the conference tournament by a score of 5-1 to one when Kearney was held to just two hits, and they will go with their number one, Cameron Tynett, who is going to play uh, in Beatrice in his college baseball. They are just 10-14. and 14. Kearney is 15-8, and eight, as we said, seven of the eight losses were to ranked teams at the time. Lincoln Southwest has since fallen out of that after Kearney 
thumped them in their last game. And again, that was one week ago by a score of 19-3. to uh, Also today, Hastings is able to defeat Central City Fullerton Centura in eight innings by a score of 4-3. to So they'll get either Platteview or Elkhorn Monday in the B3 Championship. Central City is third in the Class B wildcard points. Bennington also got knocked off. So two of the number one seeds are already gone before the finals in Class B. Taking a look at some other action uh, in Class uh, A today, there's been some uh, first semifinal action going on around the area, and uh, we will keep you up to date on how those games are uh, playing out. Plus, district soccer going on today in Class B, and we'll take a look at that as well. So plenty of action going on, and we will be bringing you Carney High and uh, Lincoln North Star Baseball. More on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show from Lincoln right after this. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And it's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Lincoln North Star, the three seed, will be the visiting team. And they'll lead off the shortstop, number one, Cooper Westland. Batting second in right field is Lyndon Brugman. On the mound and batting third is Cameron Tynert. The cleanup hitter is the first baseman, Cade Sipe. Batting fifth in left field is Caden Steiger. Doing the catching and batting sixth for the Navigators is Preston Yates. Batting seventh at third base is Davis Jones. Batting eighth at second base is Braden Sunken. And batting ninth is the center fielder, Jake Quavedo. The head coach at Lincoln North Star is Lanny Bowles. 10 and 14 for North Star on the season. They had a rough Lincoln East tournament a couple of weeks ago where they dropped all three games, but that was such an incredible tournament. East, Omaha, Burke, Elkhorn, North were the three teams that uh, they battled, and that Burke game was 15-14. They have won two of their last three, beating Elkhorn South and Lincoln High, and their last game out was against Creighton Prep uh, in a game that they uh, turned on just this last Wednesday where they were uh, beaten 17-3. But they do hold that 5-1 win over Kearney back on the 9th of April. Now for the Carney Bearcats, not a lot of changes here. They'll start with the second baseman, Reese Bober, in the leadoff spot. Batting second at third base is Dawson Stutz. In left field, one of the leading hitters in Class A is Corbin Rich. He'll be batting third. The cleanup hitter is Tanner Johnson. He'll designated hit today. He has 25 walks on the season. On the mound is Carney's number one pitcher, Braden Anderson. He'll bat fifth. Batting sixth at first base is Nolan Smith. Batting seventh and doing the catching is Dylan Welsh. In right field and batting eighth is Peyton Larson. And at shortstop batting ninth is Carter Lee. Defensively for Carney playing center field is Lucas Wagner. So Bober, Stutz, Rich, Johnson, Anderson, Smith, 
Welsh, Larson, Lee with Wagner out in center field. The head coach of the Bearcats is Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Conant and Josh Redman. Carney is 15-8 and eight on the season. They're ranked number nine in NEV preps. And as we said, seven of their eight losses were to teams that were ranked in the top ten when they played them. The only team that wasn't this Lincoln North Star squad. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. More in a moment, including a chat with head coach Brad Archer. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. For Kearney, there is nothing new to report. Uh, of course, you've had Creed Martin out since way back uh, in the Columbus game in the first month of the year. Max Myers was injured uh, in the offseason, so he will not be able to uh, to play this season uh, for Carney, and uh, he's just been here for support all season long. And uh, that is the injury report on the Carney side. You take a look at what's gone on for Lincoln Northstar. They lost starting infielder Barrett Goff to a shoulder injury earlier in the season, and Coach Bowl says they've had some players out with illness this week, but all should be ready to go today. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. The A6 District Semifinal, Kearney and Lincoln North Star just a few minutes away. When we return, we will hear from the head Bearcat himself, Brad Archer, on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Kearney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, it's postseason time, and Carney has positioned themselves pretty well. They wish they would have been one notch higher to get to play at home, but uh, still get to see probably some conference foes here on this Saturday, starting with Lincoln North Star and the head coach Brad Archer is with us. And coach, sometimes it seems like the uh, season blew by, and I guess there's a word we could use because it was windy the entire season. Uh, what do you think about your team? Uh, as we said, they were one spot out of hosting districts for the first time. Uh, what did you think about how your team responded during this regular season? Well, I, I like our team a lot. Uh, we have uh, very good athletes, a lot of great kids. They work uh, extremely hard. Uh, we've had a very uh, solid spring here. Uh, as with everyone, everyone's played in, in uh, a lot of uh, bad weather this spring, very, very windy and cold at times. But, uh, no, like I said, uh, I really like our team. They come to practice every day, and, and uh, they play hard uh, during the games. Uh, we and uh, our pitching staff has has been uh, very good, and so uh, you know I'm just happy for our kids. Uh, as you said, we would have liked to have been one notch higher and, and hosted the district tournament, but uh, we'll take what we got. I think we're in a good district. Uh, 
teams that we've uh, played this spring. And so, uh, you know, it's that time of year. It's a single elimination. So it's, it's just up to us to uh, go down and, and perform on Saturday. Since you've done Legion baseball for so long, is there any difference between an area tournament and a district tournament at the high school level? I guess the biggest difference would be is that uh, Legion baseball's double elimination. Uh, that, that would be the biggest thing. Uh, you, we're going to run into this district tournament, and everybody's got a one and two pitcher, you know, include, including ourselves here. And, and uh, so the games are usually low scoring. Uh, we play uh, Lincoln North Star to uh, open up the district, and we know they have two really good arms. Uh, we played Lincoln North Star earlier in the spring, and, and they beat us. And I think we only had uh, two hits in that game. And, and uh, I think uh, they only had three hits. So obviously it was a very competitive game. And, and uh, But we have a lot of respect uh, for them over the last couple of years. They beat us a couple of times last year, two to one as well. So uh, it should be a great game. And, and on the other side of the bracket, I'm assuming uh, Lincoln Southeast is going to be playing Columbus. And Columbus has a heck of a pitcher as well. So so even if we were that sixth seed, you'd, you'd more than likely be facing Columbus with, with their number one, and, and that's going to be no easy task for uh, Southeast. Talking with Brad Archer, head coach of the Kearney Bearcats. Uh, well, Braden's going to go today, and just more on that North Star. I mean, you, this has been one of those seasons you kind of beat who you were supposed to, and North Star is really the only team that was not ranked in the top ten when you played them that has beaten you this year. How much different is your team now than the one that played them the last time? Well, number one, uh, I think I, I've looked back at that game a little bit. Uh, they did walk us eight times, and, and that, that game was such a long time ago, I don't remember everything. But but I do kind of remember now that the eight walks and that we had multiple opportunities to score runs, and we left the bases loaded a couple times. And, and you know baseball, you know, you, the, the two out hits that you get usually are the difference there. And so when you get opportunities to score, you have to have someone step up and get that key two out hit and, and knock those runners in. So, uh, but like I said, uh, I followed North Star throughout the season, and they they have some quality wins and and uh, you know they they have a couple games where they had the lead going in the seventh inning and they couldn't quite hold it uh, you know in in the uh, seventh inning to to tack on a couple more wins for themselves. But uh, now bottom line is a single elimination and we've got to go out and perform and, and no excuses. I think it's pretty obvious the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Where is the team had its most improvement? I'm going to guess you're going to say on the defensive side of the ball. Well, for sure. It, it took us a little while to get some things uh, figured out as far as positions and those type of things. And and I think once we once we got that done and we kind of settled on a lineup, uh, we had some injuries that we had to work around a little bit, too. So that made a difference. But uh, but definitely, I think we fielded the ball much better. Our pitching has been solid in, in my mind throughout the spring. And, and then obviously the bats started catching up with live pitching there as, as we uh, moved along throughout the season. So I, like I said, I feel good about our team. I feel good about our chances, but uh, we've just got to get it done on the field. Last minute here with Brad Archer. Braden Anderson is your number one. Uh, what makes him your number one, and what are you going to be looking at for him in the first couple of innings today? Well, number one, Braden is a competitor, and you always start with that. He's, he throws a lot of strikes. Uh, he's got uh, two or three pitches that he can control in the strike zone. 
but like I said, number one, he competes. He wants to win, and, and uh, when you have him on the mound, you feel like uh, you're going to win. So, so that's the key right there. And, and he's been our number one all spring. He's thrown against a lot of uh, good teams, and and really only had one little small outing in relief that things didn't go his way. Other than that, he's been uh, spot on for us throughout the spring. All right, Coach, as the great Ernie Banks used to say, let's play two. Uh, for sure. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Brad Archer, head coach of Ucarney Bearcats, and we will return to Sherman Field in Lincoln to get things started in the A6 district against Lincoln North Star right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning, and uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you on this Saturday afternoon. Thanks for making ESPN your home for high school sports in today's A6 district tournament. Look at the weather. Just well have some wind. The kids are used to it. So right here today, the wind pretty much blowing straight in. We noticed in that Columbus-Lincoln Southeast game, yes, they're throwing their number one pitchers, but also because of the wind, the outfield could play in much more shallow. And right now, we have a temperature of 73 degrees, winds out of the south-southeast at 21 miles an hour as North Star is going through their pregame warm-ups. Again, our first game moved along pretty quickly, but it was a walk-off in the bottom of the seventh. Columbus scored their lone run in the top of the first, and then it was a run in the sixth and a run in the seventh a two-out walk-off, and Southeast wins it by a score of 2-1 to one over the Columbus Discoverers. So Southeast gets the winner of this game coming up at around 4.30 this afternoon, and hopefully it's Kearney, and hopefully uh, we can have another doubleheader for you here today. Again, Kearney, this is the fourth year of baseball. One was wiped out because of COVID. In the first year, they went and beat the number one seed, A1, in Millard West. They happen to be the number one seed again this year. And then last year in Fremont were beaten in the first game of the tournament by Lincoln Southwest. We'll have more in a moment on ESPN. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. 
to put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. You can buy books online, music online, even toothpaste. So why not your car? Tom Dinsdale CDJR makes it easy with start to finish. Just click the blue purchase now button on any new or used vehicle on our website. Choose your payments, value your trade, secure financing, and boom, you're done. Want a test drive? We'll bring it to you. Start to finish at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. The convenient way to buy your next vehicle. Let's take a look at what has happened already today in high school soccer. On the boys' side, Lexington and South Sioux City are playing right now. Lexington is the number two seed. Earlier, Bennington shut out the stars of Kearney Catholic in the 3-14 matchup, 5 to nothing. Northwest was a winner over Columbus Scotus, 3 to 1. And Scott's Bluff boys shut out Norris by a score of 2 to nothing. On the girls' side in Class B district soccer today, uh, Grand Island Northwest beat Platteview 3 to 1. It was Norris shutting out Hastings by a score of 6 to nothing. For girls teams in our area, SCOTUS rolled Scott's Bluff 7-1. Bennington beat Blair, Elkhorn North over Omaha Mercy, and in overtime, Omaha Duchenne beat Omaha Ron Colley in girls soccer action. State, of course, gets going down at Omaha at the Creighton facility. So that's what's going on in uh, soccer. The UNK softball team, big win for them today. They throw a no-hitter to down Emporia State. And so uh, they will be back up later this afternoon, most likely going to see Central Oklahoma yet again, the team that they upset Thursday night in the opening round of the MIAA tournament. So the Lopers 2-1 and one in the tournament after getting shut out last night by the sixth-ranked team in the country in Rogers State. Of course, the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby is later this afternoon, just before 6 o'clock Central Time. NBA playoffs, Milwaukee hosting Boston, even at a game apiece. Golden State tonight hosting Memphis, even at a game apiece. In the NHL, Washington leads Florida 3-1 to late in the second period. Colorado's up 2-0. They will play at Nashville at 3.30. At 6 o'clock, Pittsburgh hosting the New York Rangers, even at a game apiece. And the last game tonight at 8.30, Calgary at Dallas, also even at a game apiece. Well, they're just finishing up the infield here, which will lead us to the starting lineups here at the field. And we've got more when we return on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show ahead of Kearney and Lincoln Northstar. <laughs> Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Welcome back to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and as always online at ESPNSuperstation.com, or you can see a lot at NewsChannelNebraska.com and hit the Listen Live button. Brought to you by our friends, as always, at Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, where you can listen online. Hopefully... A quick, good, successful afternoon of winning baseball. Kearney needs two wins to guarantee themselves a spot in the state tournament in Omaha. There is still a chance, but they need to win this game. There would not be a chance if they don't win this game. Kearney needs to win this game. It would appear to uh, keep their postseason uh, hopes alive at the state tournament, but they're definitely good enough to come here today and win two baseball games in this A6 district. For Carney, it's Corbin Rich once again leading the way. He's hitting 506. Reese Bober is 403 on the season. Carney is hitting 328 offensively. On the mound, Braden Anderson, has, as, as you heard Coach say in the pregame interview, he's really only had one blip in the radar, and that's when he came on in relief in the loss to Elkhorn North. Carney had got the lead. Uh, he came on after a couple of base runners had reached, and Elkhorn North just kind of dinked and dunked a bunch of singles around, and that's the only loss Anderson has on the season. They ended up falling in that game 11-9. Braden is 5-1 with a 2.48 ERA. This will be his 11th appearance. He's thrown 36 and two-thirds innings, 58 strikeouts against just 13 walks. Now, Max Preps doesn't have every school put their uh, stats in, but as of postseason, the 58 strikeouts were the most in Class A baseball. So uh, great job for uh, Mr. Anderson. Then you take a look at what we'll be seeing today on the mound in uh, Cameron Tyner. He is going to be the starter for Lincoln North Star. Uh, he has went 37 and two-thirds innings. That's the most on the staff. He is 3-0 with a 2.04 ERA. He struck out 51 and walked just 16 and, of course, had a heck of an outing the first time that these two teams played. Now, Lincoln Northstar does not hit the ball as well as some. They're hitting 278 on the season, and Tynert is hitting 420, 375 for Caden Erlin, who is not to even uh, starting. Those are on a uh, few at bats. So, uh, Tynert is the man for this Lincoln North Star Ball Club. And they are about ready to head to the plate and start our ball game. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Well, it's a pretty nice day for baseball, and let's hope it's a long one, at least two games long for Kearney High. As we get ready to start our A6 semifinal, the winner gets Lincoln Southeast, who got a walk-off in the seventh, a 2-1 great victory over Columbus. And to start things off here will be the shortstop in Cooper Westland for Lincoln North Star, and the first pitch is a fastball right down the heart for strike number one. We had a pretty big strike zone in that first game. Of course, they trade out umpires, and a name that's very familiar to those from Kearney, Troy Tess, is behind home. Bo Burgett is at first. Tim Hahn is at third. 
And Anderson winds in the 0-1, is going to be skied into center field. Coming over is Lucas Wagner. He's got plenty of time. The wind drifts it, and he's got it for out number one. So two pitches in our first out of the baseball game, and that'll bring up Lyndon Brueggemann. He is a right-handed hitter for Lincoln North Star. And as Brueggemann stands in there, we can tell you that this baseball team up and down the lineup uh, has some good hitters, but just 229 for Brueggemann on the season. And the first pitch to the lefty is a curveball, dropped it right in there, but they're going to say it was up. Ball one, that was a good pitch. Anderson not afraid to start with off speed. Key is to get ahead in the count. We all know that. The 1-0, fastball, just out, ball two. So 2-0. Two Tynert bats third, then Cade Sipe. After that, it's Caden Steiger, Preston Yates, Davis Jones, Braden Sunken, Jake Quavedo, if you missed our lineups earlier in the pregame. And the 2-0 pitch, fastball in there for strike one. Going to take that one, 2-1. To the right fielder, Lyndon Brueggemann, just underway. Top of the first, Carney, the home team, slated for seven here in the A6 semifinals. And we'll key up to date on some of the other games as they progress. The 2-1, fouled back, strike two. Two and two with Tynert on deck. They would prefer not to have anybody on the bases when Tynert comes up to the plate. Two balls, two strikes. And the stretch and the pitch inside and low. And a breaking ball will send us to a full count, three and two on Brueggemann. And again, the key here is, yes, you want to pitch well and you want to pitch efficiently, but you don't want to waste pitches. You want to be able to stay in this baseball game as long as you can, as was evident of the first game today where Columbus had to, or at least did go get their main man in the sixth. And here's one swung back and out of play. So the count will remain full at Three balls and two strikes. Carney baseball brought to you by Johnson Landscape and Carney ENT Physicians. So another 3-2 pitch to the lefty, Lyndon Brueggemann, and that's going to be smoked high in the air to Lucas Wagner again. Coming in, when pushing it, now on the dead run and makes the catch. It just didn't carry as far as he thought, but he was able to go run it down and two outs both to uh, the center fielder, Lucas Wagner. And that'll bring up the pitcher, the number six, Cameron Tyner in the three-hole. Right-hander, good, tall, lanky young guy who's going to be on the mound today and hoping to throw a gem for Northstar. So two up, two down here for Lincoln Northstar and Anderson's first pitch. Curveball made him bend his knees, and it dropped in there on the inner half for strike one. Tyner not expecting that one. He's going to step out of the batter's box. Probably in his head thinking, okay, as long as I get that call. And Anderson out of the wind in the 0-1. Fastball hit into the shortstop area, bounces off Carter Lee, throws to first, not in time. That just took a bad hop. I know Carter has had some trouble defensively, but that was in the hole. They are going to call it an error. It was a tough play. It just took a bad hop on him and bounced off his arm. So a tough luck error. Tynert's aboard with two outs, and Cade Seip will stand in there. He is the first baseman for Lincoln Northstar. These are the things, again, that have cost Carney throughout the season. A lot of errors earlier. There is no doubt they are way better in that department right now than they were in the first month of the season. 
So Sipe stands in there, and the first pitch to him is going to be a fastball high, ball one. And Tynert, being the athlete that he is, wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe take off. Sipe hitting 338 on the season. The cleanup hitter here for North Star. As you hear the wind blowing in here at Sherman Field in Lincoln. And the pitch going to be right down the middle for strike one. One and one to Sipe. Tynert reached on the two-out air. And we saw such great defense in the first game here between Columbus and Lincoln Southeast. I mean, there was some tough plays on some slow rollers off the great pitching. And just well done. Carney hoping to be able to play just as good in this game. And the pitch, big swing and a miss. Strike two, one and two to Cade Sipe. Caden Steiger on deck. Two out, runner at first here in the top of the first. Scoreless. Anderson hoping to keep it that way right here. Takes a look in at his outstanding catcher in Dylan Welsh. And the one-two pitch for Anderson on the way, and it's going to be high, ball two. Well high, one that you don't even have to think much about. And it's two and two. Coach Bowles flashing some signs over there. Again, wouldn't be surprised to see Tyner take off for first. If he doesn't get there, you still got one of your best hitters to start the next inning. 2-2 pitch with two outs here at the top of the first. There he goes. The pitch is swung on and missed. Strike three, so it doesn't matter. And Anderson works around the two-out error. No runs, no hits, one error, one man left on base. A strikeout and no walks. So after a half an inning here in the A6 District semifinal, it is Carney coming up to bat. Lincoln North Star not able to score. 0-0. Zero, zero. On ESPN tries Are you looking to get the next 10 to 20 bushels on your farm? Tune in to our weekly Bushel Up series with Brandon Hamer this growing season. Don't miss a week as each episode will cover timely tips regarding nutrient, weed, disease, and insect pressures with guidance on proper application windows. Follow Brandon as he uses his agronomic expertise to farm alongside you in our Owner's Acres fields. Catch our weekly Bushel Up series on our Owner's Acres YouTube channel or watch it on our Aurora Cooperative Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. We look forward to helping you bushel up this growing season. Tougher together. Aurora and you. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we'll do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. And, of course, we're by the tracks here in uh, southwest Lincoln as well as Sherman Field, the inaugural field, I guess you would say, here in Lincoln. Seeing some great contests as we go to the bottom of the first. Carney will go with Reese Bober, Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich. And you have got Cameron Tynan on the mound, the ace for Lincoln North Star, and Preston Yates with the flowing locks of hair down to the middle of his back is the catcher, so that is fun. You get a chance and see that on a bright, sunny day here today. 
Let's get things going here for Carney in the 2022 postseason. As Reese Bober stands in there in the first pitch from Tyner, right over the top, going to hit the outer half for strike one. Just went back and said, I'm going to place this fastball over the outer half and see what Carney can do with it. Bober on the season, hitting 4.03 for Carney. And he 01. Swung on and behind that one, fouled out of play down the right field line, and it's quickly 0 and 2 to uh, Bober. Bober, 90 played at 72, excuse me, at bats on this season. 29 hits, four doubles. He has a triple and a home run. He has 24 RBIs, which is second on the team behind Smith. And most of the season, he's been up there at the top of the order. And he'll foul this one right back at the fans in front of us. 0-2. And the one thing that that shows is that the bottom of the lineup has produced at times for Carney this year, even at the beginning of the year, Welsh kind of down there towards the bottom has had a good season. Carter Lee has been way better the last couple of weeks. Curveball, foul, tipped again. So making Tyner work. Still 0-2 to Reese Bober with Dawson Stutz on deck. See Stutz hitting just 219. So it's not like the best average is first and the worst average is ninth. Just kind of the feel for Coach Archer and his staff. Again, it's an 0-2 pitch now from Tynert, high, way high, to Bober, 1-2. Bober, Stutz, Rich, Johnson, Anderson, Smith, Welsh, Larson, Lee, the nine in the rotation, and Wegner, who made a couple of putouts, is just playing center field today, and, and uh, Johnson is the designated hitter. Here's a bounce one in front of the plate, so it's 2-2. So after not being able to blow it by Reese Bober, he has tried to throw a couple out of the zone and get him to chase. Hasn't worked. Two balls, two strikes here to Bober. Reese has drawn 13 walks this year against 10 strikeouts. Long look in to his catcher, Yates. And finally, timing to be called. Tyner wasn't even in the stretch yet. Hadn't even come set. So maybe a little reflashing of the signs here, and we're ready to go. Two balls, two strikes to the leadoff hitter, Bober, and he'll pop that into the air to shallow right center field. Right fielder, Lyndon Brueggemann, playing the co-ed line, comes over and makes the catch. And we told you that in the beginning of the ball game, with the wind blowing in at about 20 miles an hour directly in. See, at Kearney, that hardly ever happens. It's blowing to left or blowing to right just because of the way that field sets at Memorial Field. Here, not the case. Uh, directly into the wind, which is blowing a little more towards right. And so the outfielders are really playing shallow when you've got your number one pitchers out there as well. So Dawson Stutz, the third baseman for Carney, will stand in there. The second batter of the ball game in the first pitch. He fouls it away. Again, Tyner just brought heat right down the middle. 0-1-1 to Stutz. Holding down that third base bang. Third baseman Davis Jones in a couple of steps, playing deep at first, North Star defense. And here's one that's low, ball one, one and one. Two Dawson Stutz, always got a guard against the bunt. Right now, as we said, the opening is to the right side, the entire infield almost back on the grass except for the third baseman Jones. The one-one pitch, took something off it, fouled it back, and out of play. Careful, Stutzy. That was awful close to the old Jeep. Didn't miss it by much. You got to pick your places where you park here at Sherman. And then as soon as you move your vehicle, that's where it's in danger zone. So 
It's one and two to Stutz. The pitch. Swung on and hit down the right field line, but again, out of play. And over in the warm-up area, the batting cage, and one and two. And already our home plate umpire saying, I need some baseballs. So Bober flew out to right, and a lot of foul off so far for Carney. Again, a one-two pitch here to Dawson Stutz, and there's a good change up in there for called strike three. So Stutz rung up on the third strike, and just like the top half of the inning, two up, two down here in the bottom, and that brings up one of the leading hitters in the state, Carney's leading hitter, Corbin Rich, the left fielder, is hitting 5.06 on the season. He's been bouncing back and forth, kind of 5.06, 4.93. Usually just depends, does he go three for five or does he go two for four? And two for four actually drops his average. He's got ten doubles and five homers. And the first pitch to him, going to be ripped right up the middle to center field, and that's going to drop in front of the center fielder, Jake Quavedo. And Corbin with the first base hit of the ball game for either team, a two-out single. So Northstar got a two-out error to reach. And now Tanner Johnson, the designated hitter, who may have the most base on balls in Class A this year, stands in there, batting left-handed. And again, here's one of those situations with two out. You're not bunting, Rich isn't stealing, so it's straight-up baseball here for Tanner Johnson. And let's see, batting 375, how he does against Tyner with two outs, the first pitch. Fastball low, good job by Yates to keep it in front of the wickets, and it is ball one. So Tyner has liked to start first-pitch fastball, and he's been very successful, except to Tanner. The other three batters saw first pitch strike. Richie, very short lead, and the 1-0 to Johnson. Inside fastball, ball two. Uh, it, it's almost comical. You think he's got some kind of magnetic radar that sucks the ball out of the zone because Tynert has been peppering the zone and the first two pitches here to Johnson, low and then inside. So it's 2-0 to Johnson. It's 3-0 to Johnson. <laughs> I mean, they're not even, I'm not making fun of Tyner. It's just that he hasn't even missed the zone. And then there's three, just because it's Tanner Johnson, that are easily called balls. So Braden Anderson would be next. Let's see what Johnson does here on 3-0. He probably would have a green light, but today maybe not. The 3-0 to Johnson. Inside, doesn't matter. Ball four. And another walk for Tanner Johnson which on the season, as we told you, uh, could be leading all of baseball. It's incredible. That is his 30th walk of the season. He had, a he had a couple more against Southwest last week. So 30 walks on the year for Tanner Johnson. Uh, that's, that'll be a Carney High baseball record that won't be broke for a long time. But now they need to do something with it. Pitcher versus pitcher. Braden Anderson stands in there. Runners at first and second. Two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. And out of the stretch, the first pitch fastball in there taken for strike one. Anderson is hitting 364 on the season with 17 RBIs, five doubles, three triples, a couple of home runs for Anderson, and he can help himself here by scooting one into the outfield grass, and Tynert just brought heat there on the first pitch. Comes set again, and the pitch. Another fastball, but that one's low. One ball, one strike. Nolan Smith on deck. Again, all this starting with two outs. Rich single on the first pitch he saw. And then throwing out of the stretch, and maybe that threw Tynert off. Four straight balls to Tanner Johnson. And now one and one to Anderson. 
Get a long look in for the sign from catcher Preston Yates. And comes set. The 1-1 to Anderson. Off speed, fouled away. Strike two. One and two. Nolan Smith, who's had a hot bat the last couple of weeks, is on deck. Love to plate that first run now here in the first inning. Just kind of break the ice. See what happens. And Anderson waiting, still waiting. He's probably going to have to call time. Tyner's in no hurry. Now he finally does come set. Anderson waits for him. And the 1-2 pitch to Braden. Ooh, strike three called. Braden was looking for something, and that wasn't it. Tyner just went ahead and brought the gas. So that'll be the second call out on strikes. Carney, no runs, one hit. There were no errors and two men left on base. We're through an inning in the A6 District semifinal here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney and Lincoln Northstar scoreless. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. 
Are you ready to win in the show ring this summer? Aurora Cooperatives excited to roll out our first ever show season clinics, teaching you the tips and tricks about feeding, daily care, and showmanship needed to be successful. You will have the opportunity to bring in your livestock and get one-on-one mentorship from our team of experts. Clinics will be taking place in York, St. Paul, Franklin, and Belleville, Kansas. Log on to our Aurora Cooperative website or check out our social media to reserve your spot today. Reach out to your Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Specialist for more information or visit us online at www.auroracoop.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. pitch. Swung on and foul tipped at the plate. It's held by the catcher, but it's just strike one. So 0-1 here to Lyndon Brueggemann, scoreless. Understand that we had a little technical difficulty there, so want to let you know that we are in the top of the third scoreless in the A6 semifinal between Carney and Lincoln Northstar. A hit batter at first Cooper Westland. Still no hits for North Star. Two flyouts reached on an error, strikeout in the first. Flyout, ground out, reached on an error, fouled out to the catcher in the second. Quavedo struck out here to start the third. And then Westland was down on the count 0-2 and got hit on a 2-2 pitch inside. Brueggemann up there now with an 0-1 count. Scoreless in the top of the third. And the off speed gonna stay high. Ball one, one and one. Cameron Tynert would be next for Carney in the first. Bober flew to right, Stutz called out on strikes, Rich singled, Tanner Johnson walked, and then Anderson was called out. And a 1-2-3 second inning, Cameron Tynert for Lincoln Northstar has struck out four Carney batters, all on called third strikes. And Anderson definitely being swayed by the lead of Westland, throws over there again. These are all legit pickoff moves. He's not just soft tossing it. Westland getting an okay lead. It's not a major league. There he's starting to slide off again. And the 1-1 pitch to Brueggemann, there he goes. Oh, he thought about it and stopped, and it's a strike. One and two. Looked like Westland got a pretty good jump, but he decided to stop as Welsh was coming up ready to fire down there. One ball, two strikes. Cameron Tynert, not only is he their number one pitcher, but he is their leading hitter. And let's try again, one and two. Looking for his third strikeout, Braden Anderson. Brueggemann, the lefty waits. The pitch is ripped into right field. Coming in, Larson makes the catch. They're going to have a play at first. How about a double play? And Carney will get out with a line out. Nice play by Peyton Larson in right field. So Brueggemann lines out to right for the second out. And then Larson throws it in to Nolan Smith to complete the double play. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. And after two and a half innings, Carney and Lincoln Northstar remain scoreless here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. 
I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm gonna be a nurse someday, and I'm gonna try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being any place else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Let's go to the bottom of the third here for Carney High in a scoreless A6 district semifinal. Carter Lee, Reese Bober, Dawson Stutz, 9-1-2 here for Carney in the bottom of the third. Carney with one base hit, that coming from Corbin Rich, one walk, Tanner Johnson, four straight retired here by Cameron Tynert, and three of those by strikeout. So Lee stands in there. First pitch to him is going to be taken for a strike. That's a tough one to hit. Low and in. <laughs> Lee actually looked back at the umpire. <laughs> Don't see that very often. But uh, Carter disagreed. The 0-1. That one about the same place, but a little lower for ball one. One and one. Carter Lee has raised his average to 278. He's basically bumped it over 70 points here in the last couple of weeks. Had moved all the way from the two spot, now sitting in the nine spot, and I guess it's working for him. The one one, strike two, he's working him inside, one and two. Reese Bober will be next. Two to one, Southeast won the first game today. Grand Island lost four to three, giving up all the runs in the seventh, and in eight innings, Hastings was a winner over Central City, Fullerton, Centura. Last night, St. Paul Palmer got clipped by one run. Fastball back to the screen. So the count, one and two again to Carter Lee. High School Baseball brought to you by Johnson Landscape and ENT Physicians of Kearney. Also a lot of guys out on the lake today, a couple fishing tournaments up at Sherman, and a lot of folks out trying to beat the win. Best of luck. And the pitch, swung on and fouled back out of play. And again, one and two, so Lee putting the bat on the ball. As we said, a lot of other sporting activities are going on today with the NBA and NHL playoffs. Elkhorn leading Platteview in the B3 district after three innings, six to nothing, so the winner gets Hastings there on Monday. Also the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby just before six. Again, the one, two, chopped right back to the pitcher, Tynert, and for the second time, he'll make the underhand play. The rest of his team probably getting bored out there he has uh, struck out four, and then he has had two putouts on ground outs. So that's about every out we have seen here. The fly out by Bober to right field is the only time anybody else has had a play. So Lee grounds out. And we go back to the top of the order for Bober. Again, hitting over 400 on this season, but Tynert really trying to give him some troubles.
Looks like a discussion over here with the North Star dug out about something, and now we're ready to go, whatever the case is. And so Tyner comes set and starts his second time through the Carney order, throws a curveball here to Bober. That's in there for strike number one. Hockey today, the Capitals lead the Panthers. Washington over Florida, 4-1 to one with just five minutes to go. Don't forget Storm Hockey, home tonight, a huge one. They lost 5-4 last night. Fastball popped up in the infield. It's going to be in foul ground, and now Wells trying to find it, and after doing a 360, he does. Preston Yates, excuse me, Yates, the catcher, with the foul out, and two up, two down for the third straight inning. That'll bring up Dawson Stutz. He was the first strikeout victim of the ball game for Tynert. Again, Storm Hockey, Sioux City scored with five seconds to go last night. They scored with under four minutes to tie it at four and scored with five seconds to go to win at 5-4. Game two tonight, 7:05. Storm need you folks. Get out there and root on the best team in the USHL. And now the pitch to Stutz, line foul. Again, that first time through the order, especially the first Five guys outside of Johnson who didn't see a strike fouled off a lot of pitches and made Tyner throw a few. And now Stutz ready to go to the third baseman. Fastball again, kind of golfed it. They're dropping that bat. That's why we're seeing a lot of lifted balls here. Swinging down on it. But again, just to get anybody on for Corbin Rich. He batted with nobody on in the first. And if Stutz doesn't reach, he'll lead off the fourth. It's 0-2 to Dawson Stutz, scoreless, bottom of the third, two outs and nobody on. Only one hit in the game for either team, and that was Rich. The 0-2, curveball, well, he took a little something off it. Maybe tried his third pitch. Had some, had a little uh, pace on it, but it was high, ball one. Rich on deck. The meat of the order here for Carney. And Tyner does look good. And the pitch. That's going to be hammered to left, and it's going to be caught. What a nice, or did he drop it? No, they're going to call the out. Nice play out there by Caden Steiger. Again, the outfielders playing shallow. So Larson had a nice play for Carney in the top half. Steiger came in and took one away from Stutz, who absolutely ripped it to left and lines out for out number three. So seven straight retired now for Cameron Tynert. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. Here in the bottom of the third, we are scoreless through three on ESPN Tri-Cities and ESPNSuperstation.com. Shopping smart has its rewards, like the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Every new vehicle comes with one year of protection for tires, wheels, windshield, dents, and dings, plus five years of protection for paint and fabric at no additional cost. Now that's smart. Keep your vehicle looking new and running great with the Advantage Rewards Program from Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Some restrictions apply. Visit TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app and never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Well, here in the fourth, 
each team's top hitter will be leading things off. And we have a little delay here. The home plate umpire, who is Troy Tess, is out behind the mound. And I don't know what they're looking at, but he is bringing in the other two umpires. And Braden Anderson, with kind of a little look of disgust on his face, his other infielder's there, and he's coming back towards the dugout. I don't know if Braden had a rosin bag. I didn't see him using anything back there, but he's coming all the way back to the dugout. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, and this is one of those that's going to be hard to decipher, so maybe there needs to be some groundwork done. I didn't see any defensive play behind the mound in this baseball game that would have had some kind of a gouge over there or what. And I don't know who pointed that out to begin with. Nothing had been said through three innings. And now I don't think Braden did anything but walk over to the dugout and walk back out. And now here comes Brad Archer out of the dugout. And Troy Tess will come over here. Uh, Lanny Bowles, the Lincoln North Star coach, is talking with Brad Archer just because he's in the third base coach's dugout. So let's see if we can find out what's going on. We'll take a quick break. We go to the top of the fourth. We're scoreless. Lincoln North Star and Carney here on ESPN Tri-City. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Are you looking to get the next 10 to 20 bushels on your farm? Tune in to our weekly Bushel Up series with Brandon Hamer this growing season. Don't miss a week as each episode will cover timely tips regarding nutrient, weed, disease, and insect pressures with guidance on proper application windows. Follow Brandon as he uses his agronomic expertise to farm alongside you in our Owner's Acres fields. Catch our weekly Bushel Up series on our Owner's Acres YouTube channel or watch it on our Aurora Cooperative Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. We look forward to helping you Bushel Up this growing season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Well, it appears that it's a groundskeeper issue. I'm wondering if there might be some water leakage, maybe a sprinkler. That's kind of what they're talking about up here. But the groundskeeper just brought out a five-gallon bucket that has just a little bit of dirt to cover up something. And that didn't take very long. He didn't dump much dirt out there. So we'll see what uh, the play is here. And Braden Anderson will uh, warm up again. So, all right, if you're just joining us, we go to the top of the fourth inning here between uh, Carney and Lincoln Northstar. This is the A6 semifinal. Lincoln Southeast won the first game, uh, not having their second hit until the fifth inning. They had a one-hitter going on. And the uh, score was one to nothing. Columbus scored their only run in the first and then one in the sixth and one in the seventh, a two-out walk-off single to left field, and Southeast beats Columbus by a score of two to one. They get the winner of this game. 
which will come about 30 minutes after this one. And here, Lincoln North Star is still looking for their first hit and their best hitter, Cameron Tynert, steps in there. We're ready to go. He swings at an off-speed pitch for strike one. So Cameron Tynert, Cade Seip, and Caden Steiger. Two strikeouts, no walks so far for Braden Anderson. For Tynert on the mound, four strikeouts and just the one walk to uh, Tanner Johnson. Here's another called strike. Tynert thought maybe that one was a little low and out. We've seen good pitching, but we've also seen some called strikes on both sides. In fact, Tynert, four strikeouts, all called third strikes. Three of them, I think, were probably no doubters. Only one that you kind of looked at, and that was strike three called on Tynert. And he looks back at Troy Tess as he walks to the mound, or walks to the dugout here. And sometimes you just don't expect an 0-2 strike at any level. And we're seeing both pitchers not afraid to bring it. So that's the first called strikeout for Braden Anderson, and it leads off the fourth. Sipe struck out swinging in the first inning. Again, this is a team that's hitting just over 280 compared to 338 for Carney. And Anderson, curveball, check swing, foul tapped at the plate. Strike one. For Carney, they only have one hit of the ball game, and that was Corbin Rich, and he will lead off the fourth. Now, Northstar, even though they don't have a hit, they've had a base runner every inning. Two out. Error in the first, two-out error in the second, and a one-out hit batter in the last inning. And here is a blooper into right field. Larson dives. Larson makes the catch. The second great outstanding play in right field for Peyton Larson. Again, they're playing shallow. The wind's howling in. And he had a full layout to bring that one off the carpet. And there's two up, two down. And Caden Steiger, who flew out. High in the infield to the shortstop. Carter Lee right by second base to end the first. So Anderson getting some help from his D. Throws a fastball low, ball one. So it is a pitcher's duel, and it's just kind of one of those things. And Coach Archer talked about it in the pregame. Sometimes you just don't understand. It doesn't matter who you face. Usually everybody's got a stud pitcher, and you're going to face him in the first round. It doesn't matter if you're the one seed or the four seed, and that's fouled back over our head. And that's what Southeast just about got done in today by Columbus. And Columbus just gave them all they wanted. They just couldn't find enough offense in the ball game. And, you know, we're seeing a little bit of that here from Northstar, who's just 10 and 14. Anderson got him to wave and miss again. And it is one and two to Steiger. Yates, the catcher, would be next. And again, speaking of Columbus, it was Taden Bell, their outstanding ace that was on the mound today, and they went and got him in the sixth. And it's one and two, Anderson, check swing, fouled at the plate, might have actually went off the foot that time of Caden Steiger. He kind of stumbles out of there a little awkwardly, and Anderson will have to go after it again. Again, the wind's blowing in out of the south-southwest at about 20 to 25 mile an hour throughout this game. It's 380 to dead center, 330 down the lines. But it would take a monster pop to get one to the wall today. Here's a fastball out. Wells tried to frame it, didn't get the call. But again, just a good pitch. Not every good pitch is a strike. And Steiger didn't go after it. So it's two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs and nobody on in a scoreless top of the fourth. Anderson's pitch swung on and popped down the right field line. Going to be a long run. I don't think anybody's going to be able to get to it. Smith, nope. Just a well-placed foul ball. Long run for the right fielder, Peyton Larson, and the first baseman, Nolan Smith. 
and it falls harmlessly to the ground. Again, there is some room, a little more room over to right. I don't know if they actually sometimes have that imaginary line saying just because we've got some mounds over here to warm up into the bullpen that those might be out of play. And that's right where that ball kind of landed. Still, two balls, two strikes to Caden Steiger, the left fielder, the pitch. Curveball swung over the top and missed. Strike three, so two strikeouts in the inning. And that is going to be seven straight retired when you bring in that double play in the third. And no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. And the first two strikeout inning for Braden Anderson. We go to the bottom of the fourth in the A6 District semifinal. We're still scoreless. Carney and Lincoln. South North Star. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. All right, three, four, and five. Corbin Rich, Tanner Johnson, Braden Anderson up here to start the bottom of the fourth in a scoreless game. And this is where Carney's hoping to make some noise. He's got the only hit of the ball game for either team, a first pitch that he solidly ripped back out to center field. Let's see what Tynert starts him with this time. Out of the zone? Nope, but it's going to be a slow chopper towards third. Scooped up there by Jones and easily in time to get... Corbin Rich, so he took something off of it, but it was still a strike, and Rich grounds out to third, so he is one for two in the ball game. Well, here comes the human walk, Tanner Johnson. Of course, uh, quite a few of these boys are gonna have their graduation reception tomorrow. Carney Catholic graduates tomorrow. Carney High a week from tomorrow. Best of luck to all those folks. Johnson, his 30th walk of the year on four pitches last time. The first pitch from Tyner. There's a fastball for a strike. No? No, it's a ball. <laughs> he called it a ball. So it's 1-0. Looked pretty good. I guess maybe to Tanner, you just assume that everything's going to be a ball from now on. The designated hitter. And that one is in. Ball two. The only man that Tyner has had any problems with. Tanner Johnson, he's thrown him six pitches, and they've had six balls. And the first time, there was really no debate. They were all pretty well out. The 2-0 Johnson, he's going to take a hack and come up empty. Strike one, two and one. 
Braden Anderson would be next. Nolan Smith, if Carney can get something going here in the fourth. We're scoreless on KXPN, Carney, and ESPNSuperstation.com. The 2-1 to Johnson. He swings at one over the inner half and fouls it away. It kind of tailed in on him. Tanner slaps the bat. Again, he's got a great eye because of those 30 walks, but now 2-2. Two and two. So Tanner still hitting 375 because of that great eye and only usually swings at good pitches. Let's see what he can do here. A 2-2 two -two from Tyner on the way, and he fouls that away. That was a good pitch. He just threw the bat at it to stay alive. Get high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by Schrock Medical Clinic. Impacting patients' lives by changing the face of medicine. Centrally located in Kearney at schrockmedical.com. Tynert ready to go. Again, the 2-2. And again, golf foul. As he took something off another one to Tanner Johnson. And that shot by Corbin Rich. Only the third ball that was put into play outside of a couple of choppers to the pitcher, Tyner. He had struck out four and took two ground outs in the first three innings. Two and two again to Johnson. That one's out, ball three. So Johnson making Tyner work, gets him to a full count. And unofficially, I believe this is the second time we have seen a batter get to a full count. Dylan Welsh did back in the second inning. So Johnson who has to be the leading walks in the state with those 30. Waiting, Tyner takes a little extra time. And the payoff pitch to Tanner Johnson, swung on and fouled back into the parking lot again over the Carney dugout, down the first third base line as the home team today. You get to this point, you think maybe one run's gonna be enough, and that's when it comes down to just inches, an error, a walk. That extra base hit, the 3-2, low, ball four, walk number 31 on the season to Tanner Johnson. Was up in the count 2-0, then battled forever on 2-2, and now gets a couple more to get the one-out walk. And that brings up Braden Anderson. And we may finally start seeing something being put into play here. You got Nolan Smith, who's been gooing him and Carter Lee, probably have been as hot as anybody on the team with Corbin Rich the last couple of weeks. Will Anderson, the pitcher, bunt. He was called out on strikes the first time. The lead by Johnson, the pitch. He'll swing and foul it away. Down the right field line, deep and gone. Four strike one, and you can hear that wind starting to pick up again here at Sherman Field in Lincoln. 0-1-1. Carney has not stolen a lot of bases this year. And Tanner doesn't have a very big lead over there. The first pitch, fastball hit into right field, but high in the air. Back goes the right fielder, Brueggemann. He's under it. He'll make the catch. That was tagged about as well as anything so far in the ball game, actually making an outfielder chase it down. But it is a fly out to right for Braden Anderson, and that'll bring up the first baseman, Nolan Smith. He had a chopper back to the pitcher, Tyner to start the second inning. Again, it's scoreless here in the bottom of the fourth. Carney has a chance at a wild card, but we kind of believe they need to win this one to keep that hope alive as the seventh seed in the A tournament. Chopped foul, third 
threw a change up, and that's really the first ball that we've seen pulled all day long. Nolan Smith out ahead of that one. 0-1-1. Welsh would be next. Again, Smith checking for signs, but not a lot for either Coach Archer for Carney or Coach Bowles to do. Haven't been a lot of base runners. And stepping off the mound, Johnson dives back, but there wasn't even a throw. Tyner just stepped off the back. And we're reset again. 0-1 to Nolan Smith out of the stretch. And Cameron Tyner, who's headed to Southeast Community College at Beatrice, fires a fastball right in there for strike two. 0-2 to Smith. And again, Tyner's not the kind of guy that's been throwing huge breaking balls when he gets ahead of the count and bouncing them in the dirt. I think he's only had one that's even short-hopped his catcher, Preston Yates, and that was one that he just kind of lost his balance. And the 0-2 now to Smith. Strike three called, caught the outer part. Carney fans are really kind of grown for the first time today, but that is the fifth strikeout, all called third strikes for Tyner. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on because of the walk, but the fifth strikeout and the second walk of the ball game for Cameron Tyner. We are through four complete. There's been one hit in the ball game, and it's scoreless here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Back with the fifth inning right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. We go to the top of the fifth. It's still scoreless here on ESPN Tri-Cities as we go to uh, the catcher, Preston Yates. Crowded out to third, his first at bat for Lincoln North Star, Braden Anderson. Big over the top curveball, drops in there for strike one. Again, North Star, no hits. Carney, one hit, and they've committed a couple of errors. Also plunked a batter, did Braden Anderson. And this one swung on and popped foul again, out of play, 0-2. As we are in the top of the fifth, the winner comes right back to play Lincoln Southeast, who had an exciting 2-1 victory in their game against Columbus. And the line of the pitch by Anderson, outside. So it's one and two. Preston Yates, Davis Jones, Braden Sunken. We anticipate that it will be Riley Miller if Carney can win this game, but there's a lot of work to do here. And the one-two. Curveball hit into the gap for the first base hit of the ball game between short and third. Corbin Rich will scoop it up, and Yates jumped on top of the changeup for the first base hit of the ball game for Lincoln Northstar. Again, they've had base runners in three 
of the first four innings, but just not because of the hit. And we will get a courtesy runner coming into the ball game. And the uh, courtesy runner is going to be number 14, Chase Coleman. So Coleman checks in. And now Northstar obviously a chance to do something here. And they're at the bottom of the order. These guys probably practice bunting maybe a little bit more when their averages aren't where they want them to be. Davis Jones stands in there. He reached on an error of the third baseman Stutz, one that just bounced right up over his glove. Squares to bunt, offers at it, misses it, strike one. Anderson threw him one that tailed away from him outside. So a good pitch. Jones hitting 254 on the season. Trying to advance Preston Yates. They did courtesy run for him, so it's Coleman over there. Jace Coleman, the courtesy runner. So maybe a little more speed. Square to butt, but it's outside. Ball one. Anderson was not just going to throw it right down the middle. That was totally intentional. Now we'll see what Jones decides to do. Coach Bowles flashing the signs. Chance to get something going. This is the first time we've had a base runner on with nobody out for either team. Braden Anderson, curveball. He offered at it again and missed. Strike two. Stutz charging hard from third. Got the wheel play on with Bober, the second baseman, covering first. But now it's one and two to Jones with Sunken on deck. Trying to get his fifth strikeout now, Anderson. The wind whipping a little bit harder. Look at that jersey move. And he'll take strike three called. Got the benefit of a large outside corner. And Anderson, after Jones couldn't get the bunt down, records his fifth strikeout. And that'll bring up Braden Sunken. He fouled out to the catcher, Dylan Welsh, who caught it right in front of the backstop to end the second inning. Made a nice play on it again. He got hurt on a similar play in the championship game of the hack tournament and had to miss about a week. So that's always got to be in the back of your mind as well. So Sunken stands in there, throw to first. Back in plenty of time is Chase Coleman. Now do you bunt? You usually don't bunt to get to your number nine hitter. Quavedo's batting average, not all that good. He went down on strikes his first plate appearance. So let's see what Sunken does. He's swinging away, chops it foul, right into the dirt and spins back over towards the Carney dugout, strike one. So the leadoff single for Preston Yates. Coleman is the courtesy runner. That leaves Anderson to face the seven, eight, nine men. He got Jones on a called through strike after he missed trying to bunt a couple of balls that were out of the zone. Now he's working against Sunken, and then it'll be Quavedo, unless they can turn their second double play of the game. Throw over to first. Good job by Smith. He had to reach to keep that one from bouncing away. Coleman dives back in safely. Scoreless in the top of the fifth. Carney trying to keep their season alive here. 15 and 8 against 10 and 14. Lincoln Northstar, but both aces on the mound. And Anderson, short lead over at first. He'll deliver a fastball out. Ball one. One ball, one strike. So Northstar, regardless of what happens here, will at least get to get through the bulk of their lineup one more time. Carney with three more at-bats will get to roll through one more time to have the meat of your order, but that might not be until the seventh for Carney. Little chatter from the dugout. Fastball hit it a left field, base hit. The runner Coleman around second, but he'll have to stay there. 
And Braden Sunken just dropped the barrel of the bat on that one and hit it into left field. A young man that was hitting just 128 picks up the base hit. One you didn't expect to see there. So nice job by Sunken. And that'll bring up Quavedo with two on now and one out. Those look like a couple of the hits that Anderson had go against him against Elkhorn North in the home finale. And Quavedo squares to bunt, takes one right down the middle for strike one. Cooper Westland would be next. So Quavedo standing in there, hitting 143 on the season. Excuse me, hitting 242 on the season. No, 143 on base, 242, looking at the wrong column. 143 for Quavedo. Squares to bunt, takes another one for strike two. He didn't commit to either one of those, and Coach Bowles is beside himself down there in the third base batter's box. He put his hands on his head. <laughs> the batter looked down there, and Coach wasn't even looking at him. He walked about 10 feet towards left field. He wanted his number nine guy to put the ball in play. Now he's down 0-2. And the 0-2 popped into the air, but fouling out of play. Got a good swing on it. Anderson wants to just try and fire a fastball right by him. And Braden Sunken hitting 128. He picked up just his sixth hit of the season. The batter before this. First and second, one out. Another 0-2 pitch to the center fielder. Quavedo on the way. Swung on and fouled off the home plate umpire. Troy Tess right off his mask. And he's okay, but as the catcher does, he walks out to talk to the pitcher. Tess checking the jaw. Coach is going to come see if he's okay. That was a shot. Yeah, he's not 100%. He's going to be okay, but sometimes the coaches and the umps have a little chat about it, but he's stretching that jaw out. He got rocked pretty good. Just want to make sure that Mr. Tess is okay. And sometimes when the catcher catches one, that's when the umpire goes out and walks around to give him a little extra time. So Dylan Welsh trots back from the mound, says something to the catcher. There's a little fist bump between the two, and we're ready to go. Two on, one out, 0-2 to the number nine hitter, Quavato in a scoreless top of the fifth here in the A6 semifinals. And Anderson. Kicks and fires, and that one is pop foul again. So Quavedo may not have a great average, but he's at least making Anderson work. Anderson thinks he can get it by him. One thing you don't want to do is put a curveball in the dirt here. Carney hasn't had that happen yet. And Welsh does a good job of blocking, but you do not want to let these runners advance. And again, an 0-2 pitch. He tries the curveball, but it's up and in, and that's another thing. You sure don't want to lose it and hit a guy, and it's 1-2. and two. Cooper Westland on deck. Only the second time in the game we've had two guys on. Uh-oh. And now Troy Tess has walked out from behind home plate and he has called his umpires in. We may have a switch here. Troy may not have uh, recovered from that foul ball as well as he had wanted to. And we get coaches and there is a trainer now. Coming out to take a look at our home plate umpire. We got all kinds of guys coming out now. Water, trainers. So Tess thought that he had shook it off. 
But maybe after a couple of pitches came in there, his balance isn't all that great. So they're going to get him some water, take a look at him. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, two locations in Kearney. So they're going to take a look at the home plate umpire in this scoreless fifth inning. We will take a quick break and be right back on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Uh, the break here for home plate umpire Tess has broke up. He is not going to come out again with three games here today. Everybody gets the plate once. Usually you just switch up the gear, but you might have a guy that has to do a game and a half. And hopefully Troy's okay. So we're going to try it again. The count is one and two to the number nine man. Quaveda with two on and one out. Fastball outside. Welsh tried to frame it, but missed. It's two and two. And during that time, Anderson didn't really toss a lot of warm-up pitches, so. Key, key at bat here. The number nine guy did not get the bunt down, but he's still up there. And the two-two. Swung on and missed. He got one out of the zone high. He fouled off three, but that one was a little too high. He chased it for strikeout number six of the ball game and four in the last two innings here for Brayden Anderson. That brings up Cooper Westland. He flew out to center to start the game. He was hit by a pitch in the third, but then doubled off first on a line out to right fielder Peyton Larson. So Westland, one of the three best hitters on this baseball team, has a chance to drive in the first run of the ball game. He's hitting 359, and he hits one into left field. Rich is going to come up. Oh, he boots the ball. He would have had a play at home, the throw into third, and the runners go to second and third. Coach Bowles was sending his man, Jace Coleman, the whole way, and Rich would have definitely had a shot at him, and he picked his head up beforehand, and the runners advance on. And so it will be an RBI single for Cooper Westland and Lincoln Northstar. All of their hits in the game are three little singles in this inning. And it is now one to nothing, Northstar. So runners to second and third. That will not be a double because that would have never been two bases. You will have to probably just say that he ran down to second on the throw home. They do not officially mark it down as an error because they were sending the runner the whole time. But now you've got uh, Lyndon Brueggemann up there. Takes the first pitch for a strike. It's not over yet. Two more runners in scoring position. Anderson fastball poked foul. And again, ahead of the count, 0-2. But in a game like this, that first run crucial. Carney left two men on in the first. Both got on with two outs. Brueggemann flew out to right and lined, or flew to center and lined to right so he can hit the baseball. Down to the count, 0-2. And, and Anderson kicks and deals. It's outside fastball, ball one. Cameron Tynert would be next. Northstar 
could go from not having a hit to blowing this thing open if they can get the next two guys going. Carney needs to try to keep it at one nothing. A lot of baseball. It's only the top of the fifth. And Tynert has thrown a few pitches. A 1-2 pitch now to Brueggemann. Checking the runner. Braden Anderson kicks and deals. Just up. A little out. Ball two, two and two. Trying to peck the corner to the left-handed hitter. So Braden sunken. He's at third. Cooper Westland is at second. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. And Anderson's 2-2 pitch, fastball hit into left field, tailing towards Rich. Corbin slides and makes the catch. Oh, baby, that one had some tail on it. It started in the gap, and it just kept breaking towards Rich. So he does make a nice catch to end the fifth inning and leave a couple of key runners on base. But in the fifth, something finally goes for Lincoln North Star's offense. One run, three hits, no errors, and two big men left on base. It's the A6 District semifinal. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Lincoln North Star won. Carney nothing on ESPN Tri-City. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. If you missed the Doug and Daddy show on Friday, Jim Lane and I caught up with UNK head softball coach Katie Ackerman after their upset win in the MIAA tournament over the fifth-ranked team in the country, Central Oklahoma, and we broke down the Kentucky Derby with Gino Bucola of That's What G Said. We get you ready for state baseball, district track, and recap the weekend in sports Monday. Doug and Daddy, brought to you by the Midway Auto Group. ThinkMidway.com, weekdays at 11 on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Dylan Welsh will start things off here in the bottom of the fifth for Carney. After Lincoln Northstar got on the board here, working around a couple of strikeouts, got their first three hits of the baseball game. So Cameron Tynert back on the mound. He's only given up the one hit to Corbin Rich in the first inning. Dylan Welsh, Peyton Larson, Carter Lee, the 7-8-9 hitters for Carney. And a swing and a miss for Dylan Welsh at the first fastball. And again, Tynert has been great. That first pitch strike and a majority of them fastballs has given him the opportunity to get things done here in this baseball game. He has walked a couple. The pitch, Welsh, big swing and can't catch up to the fastball. Got to get that balance right. He's really reaching back to swing hard, and it's 0-2. Welsh was called out on strikes in the second. Five strikeouts for Tynert. Four in the first two innings, and they were all, all of his strikeouts are called third. And three pitches, three swings, and three misses here for Dylan Welsh. And that'll bring up Peyton Larson, also called out on strikes in a one, two, three, second inning. So Larson, who's made two nice defensive plays, let's see if he can help out here offensively for Carney. One to nothing, bottom of the fifth. Carney trails. Need to win to keep that state tournament hope alive. The first pitch, low, ball one. 
High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Kearney Catholic High School, a proud supporter of this broadcast, preparing students academically and spiritually for a life of service to the church and community online at kearneycatholic.org. And Larson waits for the 0-1 from Tyner, or the 1-0, excuse me, and it's going to be 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. When you take a look, at the walks, they're both the Tanner Johnson, shockingly, right? If you're a Kearney fan, 31 walks now on the season. Might be an all-time record. The 2-0, that's a little out. Did he catch the corner? Yes, he did, 2-1. Carter Lee on deck. Two balls, one strike. Carney needing a base runner. Get tired into that stretch again. And the 2-1. He'll take it for strike two. That's just a good pitch. Just above the knees on the outer third. So after falling behind 2-0, Tynert has now thrown two strikes, and it's two balls, two strikes to Peyton Larson with nobody on and one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Again, Tynert takes a long time. Now comes set. Batter stays in there, the pitch. Up and out, ball three. Three and two to Larson. And again, not many 3-2 counts in the ball game. Outside of Tanner Johnson, the first time Welsh was up, he fought it to 3-2 before being punched out. Now the 3-2 to Peyton Larson. Swung on and fouled right back. I mean, that's the one they talked about you just missed because it was straight back into the netting in our high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and Hellman May, Costler and Cottle. Thanks for making ESPN Tri-Cities your home for baseball. Doug Duda with you on this Saturday afternoon. It's a beautiful day in the mid-70s with the wind is blowing in at 20 to 25. The pitch again, grounded towards short. Picked up by Westland, and the throw over to first is right on the money. So the infielders haven't had a whole lot to do today for Lincoln North Star. Larson put the ball in play, but it was right at the shortstop. And two up, two down here in the fifth. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Carter Lee, who chopped it back to the pitcher, Tynert, to start the third inning. Carney held to one hit. They only had two hits the first time these teams played. Northstar won that ball game 5-1, to one. kind of a similar game, and then Northstar got some help and opened it up late. That's what we're looking at here. The pitch to Lee is a fastball popped into left field. That's going to stay in play. It's going to drift foul, and it is going to fall to the ground. Caden Steiger ran out of room. He hit the warning track over here deep to left. He wasn't on the outfield wall. He was on the foul wall, but that ball traveled quite a ways. It was just foul, though, and it's strike one to Carter Lee. Reese Bober would be next. And you just kind of start to think we're getting up there in the pitch count a little bit. I think both pitchers are still fine. But can you force Tynert out and help to do that is to get more base runners. The 0-1, fastball, chopped back to the screen again. 0-2. And, and the shortstop, Westland, comes running in to talk to his pitcher about something. Had to go grab some more foul balls. I don't know what this is about. It's not slowing anything up. The home plate umpire cleaning the plate again. Unless the catcher 
Maybe that clipped Yates. And so they're killing a little time here, and that's probably what happened. So now we're ready to go. Looking for another three-up, three-down inning. Tynert has done it twice out of the four innings. And this could be three for five if he could retire Carter Lee, and he's ahead in the count, 0-2, and, and the pitch to Lee. Swung on and hit deep to right field. That's going to make Brueggemann go back, go back, turn around, and make the catch. That's one of those that the wind just holds up. Carter Lee tattooed it, and Brueggemann had to take a long run back, but it was held up long enough for Lee to be retired. So no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. One more strikeout in the inning for Tynert. And we have completed five here in the A6 semifinals. North Star won. Carney, Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. The middle of the order for Lincoln North Star as we go to the top of the sixth inning. He not only is he the number one pitcher, but he is their number one batter, hitting over 420. Cameron Tynert, followed by Cade Sipe and Caden Steiger. Tynert reached on an error in the first and got called out in the fourth inning on three straight pitches. Braden Anderson toes the rubber for the sixth. Curve ball, just like he started him last time. Beautifully dropped over over the inner third for strike one. All three hits for North Star came last inning. Knocked him into left field. Just found where Carney wasn't. And that's the only run of the game. Fastball, rifled to right field, down the line. Larson comes over. It's fair. And this is going to be a leadoff single because Larson got there. It was fair by about five feet, it looked like. And the fourth hit of the baseball game. And it looks like maybe we're going to get a courtesy runner here yeah, for the pitcher, Tynert. And McCoy will come in to run now. So for the second straight inning, the leadoff man gets a board here for Lincoln Northstar. So Caden McCoy is the courtesy runner. And the courtesy runner, Jace Coleman, last inning was the man who scored. That'll bring up Cade Sipe, struck out and lined to right. And the curveball got through the wickets. And that's going to be a fastball. I think he was running anyway. Big turn at second, but going back. And that one just got right through Dylan Welsh. A big curveball that Sipe took a rip at and missed. But it looked like McCoy was already going to be trying to steal the base. And now a runner in scoring position. Sipe standing in there. Trying to make this a 2-0 game for North Star. Anderson, they don't really hold the runner on. Curve ball, strike two. 
He's not throwing that curveball to dive outside. He's throwing that curveball to backdoor inside cover, and he's been doing a great job. But North Star has just found a couple of holes that Carney has not. The two errors that Carney had early on did not hurt them. And the pitch, high. Ball one, one and two. So Sipe with Steiger next. One nothing North Star, top of the sixth. With McCoy standing at second and nobody out. Anderson's pitch, low and away, and that's a wild pitch. That's the first bad pitch for Braden Anderson. And the runner advances down to third of the wild pitch. That one bounced about two feet out in front of the outside batter's box. And the count two and two, and just a little more pressure when the season's on the line and you're trying to get the strikeout. So now just a ball in play. Coach Brad Archer has pulled his infield in. Hoping that they can cut the runner down when you can't get anybody on base. You can't afford, hopefully, to give up any more. Carney hoping that they can get something in the sixth or seventh. The 2-2 is going to be behind and fouled. That looked like he just hammered it off the handle to the right field line. And it remains two balls, two strikes. Our high school baseball brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Johnson Landscape on KXPN Carney and ESPNSuperstation.com. So after being down to the count, 0-2, Sipe battling up there. Another 2-2 pitch to him. Curveball over the top of it. He swung and missed. So Anderson does get the key strikeout. And that'll be strikeout number seven of the ball game. Left fielder Caden Steiger hit a high pop fly in the infield that Carter Lee took in the second and struck out in the fourth. And Preston Yates would be next. Yates had the first hit of the ball game to lead off the fifth for North Star. He's on deck. Again, the second run of the ball came just 90 feet away here for North Star. One out, the infield remains in, and oh, here comes Brad Archer to the mound. And Brad Archer usually doesn't come to the mound if there is not a pitching change. And I do not think we're at the pitch limit yet. Let's see what happens. And Coach Archer discussing things at the mound. I think he is going to keep Braden Anderson in there. I would kind of be shocked if he pulled him because he has not reached his pitch count yet. They have just kind of stuck the bat out there a few times and been able to get some base hits out of it. And Coach Archer out there quite a while. I was checking over here to see if Carney had anybody warming up. And Coach Archer this time is going to just uh, talk strategy here with his young men about what they want to do. And again, you got to watch for the suicide squeeze, squeeze now with one out. Coach Archer loves when he has his offense up there to put down the suicide squeeze. They won a ball game uh, earlier this year. Carney did over Millard North by doing that. So Caden Steiger stands in there. McCoy at third. And here we go. The first pitch by Anderson. Curveball hit him. So he'd been so good with that, and it hits him right in the back. The second hit batsman of the ball game. So now you got runners at first and third. That can put a double play into effect. That might move back your middle infielders. Carter Lee looking over to the dugout to see what coach wants to do. And for the moment, 
He's going to kind of put them at medium depth. You got to cover second because you may see Steiger just straight steal. This definitely changes things up because Smith now has to hold the runner at first. He can't get in position for a potential suicide squeeze down the line. Preston Yates grounded to third and singled to left. And he did that on a 1-2 count. That was their first hit of the game last inning. Another big chance. Fastball, low. And you can kind of tell there's some pressure now on Carney's number one pitcher, Brayden Anderson. He doesn't need the strikeout, but he sure needs an out. Maybe even just a pop-up of some kind here. Let's see what happens. 1-0 with runners on the corner and one out the pitch. Swung on and popped up, but out of play. Or strike number one. One and one. Davis Jones would be next. One nothing North Star, top of the sixth. You play seven in the A6 districts. Winner gets Southeast, who walked it off in the seventh, two to one over Columbus earlier today. The one one pitch from Anderson. There's the squeeze, and they missed it. Oh, look at, oh, no! Carney threw to first and Northstar scores. They had McCoy dead and everybody safe. Dylan Welsh, who is such a great catcher, knew that he had the man picked off at first and he didn't see the runner coming down. McCoy was dead. All he had to do was face third and he was going to walk over and tag him out and it is two to nothing. Lincoln Northstar and Carney didn't get it out. And now a pep talk may be necessary for the Bearcats. Two and one, the pitch was outside. They didn't even call it a strike on a suicide squeeze. They said that he did not try to bunt the even squeeze play. And so it's a steal of home is really how that goes down and everybody's safe. Two to nothing, the pitch. And this is a fastball for a strike. Two and two. All right, Carney's got to shake it off. They need two runs now and not one. They're in a position now where you're starting to face the bottom of the order, and Anderson can definitely get four or five outs. He's going to need five, obviously, with one out here in the sixth. But as we said back when this was scoreless, the very smallest of details could decide a game and something you don't see very often. The suicide squeeze that wasn't executed, and they still scored. A swing and a miss. Preston Yates goes down after the curveball. So two strikeouts in each of the last three. Anderson, but the balls that have been put in play, it just shows you he's throwing strikes, and Northstar has barreled up a couple of them. And that'll bring up Davis Jones. Reached on an air in the second, called out on strikes in the fifth. And the pitch, fastball, outside corner, strike one. Anderson's control continues to be good, but just a little bit that helped after Cameron Tynert single to start the inning, then McCoy got to second on one that got through the wickets, then he got to third on a wild pitch, and then a botched suicide squeeze. The pitch, swung on and missed, and stealing the base is going to be Caden Steiger, it's 0-2. Welsh came up and the ball couldn't cleanly transfer from his glove to his hand, so the nerves are definitely here for Carney in the top of the sixth. But it's 0-2. And Anderson could end up striking out the side here and then have the 8-9-1 batters in the seventh. 2-0 Carney in the, or 2-0 Northstar in the sixth. Fastball tailed away, ball one, one and two to Davis Jones. Northstar 
Starting to feel it over in their dugout. They need six outs. And Cameron Tyner has only allowed one hit, and that was to Rich in the first inning. One ball, two strikes to Jones with the runner at second and two outs at Anderson's pitch. Swung on and missed, but it's going to be knocked down after throw to first. Welsh a little off the bag, but nice job by Smith to get over there and tag him out. They actually had to have the runner Jones slide to avoid the collision. A little crazy things. Anderson ends up striking out the side, but one run comes across on the one hit. There were no errors and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth in the A6 District semifinal. Lincoln North Star leading Kearney by a score of two to nothing. Are you ready to win in the show ring this summer? Aurora Cooperative is excited to roll out our first ever show season clinics, teaching you the tips and tricks about feeding, daily care, and showmanship needed to be successful. You will have the opportunity to bring in your livestock and get one-on-one mentorship from our team of experts. Clinics will be taking place in York, St. Paul, Franklin, and Belleville, Kansas. Log on to our Aurora Cooperative website or check out our social media to reserve your spot today. Reach out to your Aurora Cooperative animal nutrition and specialists for more information or visit us online at www.auroracoop.com. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Again, big thank you to J.J. Tochik and Kara Graham, Lincoln Southeast hosting. And they are in charge of the athletic department for the Knights. And Carney's hoping that they can play the Knights because they're 2-0 against them this year but they have to make a comeback if they want to keep their season alive. Lincoln North Star has scored one run in the last two innings. They are up two to nothing. And for Kearney High, it is one, two, and three. Reese Bober, Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich. And you kind of got to feel that if Kearney's going to do it, it's right here to give Rich and Johnson a chance. Curve ball off the end of the bat, foul down to the first baseman, Cade Sipe. Q shot there for Reese Bober. Bober flew out to right and fouled out to the catcher in his two plate appearances. Again, Carney just one hit in the baseball game. They have taken advantage of a couple of walks, but there hasn't been many opportunities. The best opportunity was in the first, the pitch. Fastball out, ball one, one and one. After Bober and Stutz were retired, Rich singled and Johnson walked. And then Anderson was called out on strikes, and that's really the only offensive threat that Carney has had here in this baseball game. And Tynert has been awesome. The pitch outside again, ball two. Both pitchers know to try and peg that outside corner, but Tynert missed by a little bit there. Dawson Stutz on deck. Tynert has struck out six batters and walked two. And again, five of those six strikeouts are called third strikes. 2-1. Swung on right back up the middle. Base hit number two of the ball game. Finally, Carney finds a hole like a North Star had been doing it, and that one didn't have a lot of steam, but it did get out to center field. And Reese Bober, the second leading hitter on the team, gets the leadoff single. And that'll bring up Dawson Stutz. Called out on strikes and lined to left field 
to end the third. I mean, he smoked it, but again, as we've been telling you throughout the game, with that wind blowing straight in at 20 miles an hour, the outfielders are not playing deep. We've seen both teams have a couple of hits robbed because of that. Do you bunt here? Nope. Swung on and fouled back. If you bunt here, then you're hoping you get one in the sixth and maybe one in the seventh. You've got some good kids up. Now, Stutz, out of your top four or five guys, has the lowest batting average. But with those first pitch strikes, you take a rip at Tyner. Now you could see one. The wind howling again. Throw back over to first. Good lead, but jumping back to the bag is Reese Bober. Can't afford any mistakes right now. Carney High with three errors in the game. And the pitch swung on and chopped towards short. They're going to only have one play. They're going to throw to second, back over to first. Safe. Boy, they turned that better than I thought they would. I thought the shortstop, Cooper Westland, was just going to bring it to first, but he got a bang-bang to get Bober out. And so reaching is Dawson Stutz on the fielder's choice. And a 6-4 put out at second. And Corbin Rich, the only hit previous to this inning. The first pitch he saw of the game, he slammed to center field. And then the first pitch he saw in the fourth, he chopped to third. And Jones handled it. So Rich stands in there and needs a hit. The pitch. This one bounces in front. Kind of had to figure. I thought maybe last time. He wouldn't throw him a strike. He just threw him a changeup that he topped, and it's 1-0. Again, earlier today, Grand Island was knocked out when Elkhorn South scored all their runs in the seventh to win 4-3, and Hastings beat Central City Fullerton Centura 4-3 in eight innings. The pitch to Rich, low and away, ball two. And Corbin knows, be patient. A walk here is just as good as a hit. As hard as he hits the baseball, it usually is only going to advance the guy's one base. And home runs probably not in play. Although if he pulled one, he could definitely hit it over the left fielder's head. He is playing in. 2-0. and And the pitch. Swung on and chopped right off the pitcher's glove. They'll throw over to first and get the out. So Rich went after the 2-0 pitch and chopped it back to the pitcher. And there's two outs, and it's up to Tanner Johnson as Stutz advances down to second base. That's the third put out from the mound by the pitcher, Cameron Tynert. Johnson has walked both times, the first time on four pitches, the second time he had to work into a 3-2 count and draw the walk. And Braden Anderson next. Boy, does Carney need a hit. Tanner Johnson looking for the third hit of the game for the Bearcats. They don't really hold on the runner at second. Stutz, he'll take one down at the toes for strike one. And it's 0-1-1. That one looked a little low. But Johnson just stands in there and waits for the next pitch. 2-0 North Star, bottom of the sixth. Carney's running out of time. The pitch, low. That time, no doubt, or it kicked up dust. And it's 1-1. One one. So Bober got a leadoff single back up the box. Stutz grounded to the shortstop into a fielder's choice, then Stutz advanced to second when Rich chopped out to the pitcher. Runner at second for just the second time in the ball game for Carney, two outs, both times, and timeout by Johnson. And 
question. North Star scoring their second run of the top half of the inning on a botched suicide squeeze. The pitch to Johnson. Tyner fires. Fastball elevated high into the air. Short left field. Shortstop out. Left fielder in. Left fielder makes the call on the foul line. Caden Steiger has it fall into his glove. And Carney is down to its final three outs of the season. It is quite staggering. This team that has gotten better offensively cannot figure out Cameron Tynert. They had just two hits the first time they played him, and they have just two hits here through six innings, and one of them was here. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left on base. We go to the top of the seventh and final inning of regulation. Lincoln North Star leading Carney by a score of two to nothing. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Doug Duda with you here in the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth. We're to the seventh inning, and it's the bottom of the order, 8-9-1 for Lincoln North Star, Braden Sunken who had one of the bigger hits of his career, pops the first pitch up. Anderson calls for it, but it's coming all the way into foul ground, and he will catch it between home and first. And it's lucky he did because nobody else came over. He called it early, so everybody else just let him take it. And the sunken fouls out to the pitcher to start the seventh in Jake Quavedo and Cooper Westland. But last time up, sunken, who had just five hits all season, just kind of stuck the bat out and dropped one into left field, which gave him two runners in the uh, sixth, and they eventually, or in the fifth, and they eventually got Yates, courtesy runner Jace Coleman, to come around and score the first run of the ball game. North Star didn't have a hit in the first four, the fifth, one in the sixth, and they lead it two to nothing in the first pitch to Quavedo as a strike. The second pitch is a strike over the outside corner, 0 and 2. This is where things got weird last half inning. Quavedo was supposed to bunt, and he didn't. And the pitch, 0-2, called strike three. So it didn't take long. Quavedo, a strikeout victim for the third time in this baseball game. So Anderson doing what he needs to, trying to make quick work of the Navigators here in the seventh. And Cooper Westland, he flew out to center. He lined into a double play in right and then had the RBI single in the fifth. The pitch, curveball in there for a strike. That one wasn't inside, but it dropped a little low. Westland thought it was too low. He might have been right, too. That one did drop quite a bit. And the 0-1, fastball, fouled away down the right field line, strike two. 
0-2, high school baseball. Hopefully not the last game of the season here on ESPN, brought to you by Optical Gallery and Five Points Bank. Doug Duda with you on this Saturday afternoon. Carney's going to have to get some runs in the seventh. They haven't done any in the first six. And the 0-2 swung on and fouled off the handles again. Braden Anderson has went the distance for Carney. Cameron Tynert has wet the distance so far through six for Lincoln Northstar. Again, Northstar, the only team to beat Kearney that was not state rated. And another foul ball. Seven of the eight losses to state rated teams, but managed just two hits in the first meeting between these squads and lost five to one back on the ninth at home. Another 0-2 pitch to Cooper Westland, brought it up and in for ball one. That was not what the catcher Dylan Welsh was expecting. Actually popped off his glove. One and two. Lyndon Brueggemann would be next. Carney playing straight up here, trying to get that third out. For Carney in the bottom of the seventh, it'll be Anderson, Smith, and Welsh. Anderson ties his shoe. Trying to finish it out here. The big curveball popped into the air. It's going to be on the infield. Looks like the second baseman, Cope Bober, calling for it. They're trying to find it, and Bober right behind the mound will make it for a minute. Anderson didn't think that Bober knew where it was, but Reese Bober does find it, and that'll do it for Lincoln Northstar here in the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. An outstanding pitching performance for Braden Anderson, but now it's up to him to lead off the bottom of the seventh and get something going for Carney High. 2 nothing Northstar with three outs to go in the season. When we Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors as we get ready to go to the bottom of the seventh high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities' only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. Braden Anderson will lead it off here for Kearney, followed by Nolan Smith and Dylan Welsh. Anderson called out on strikes in the first and flew out to right in the fourth. Need to find a way to get this young man aboard here and get it started for Carney in the bottom of the seventh. For Anderson hitting 364 on the season coming in. Five doubles, three triples, a couple home runs, a ton of seniors on this squad for Carney. And a good season they've had. They don't want it to end here. Tynert throws a little breaking ball down and away for ball one. 
2-0. Carney has not been shut out all season long. Excuse me, one time. Here's one that's hit to right and playable. Back is Brueggemann towards the foul line in foul territory. He'll make the catch right on the line, and that'll be out number one. The only shutout came against Norris down here in the Pius tournament when they were only able to get that one game in. They got beat eight to nothing. They've had a couple of low-scoring games in there, but they have only been shut out once. Down to two outs, Nolan Smith. He's chopped it back to the pitcher and called out on strikes. Nolan hitting 317. And Carney would have to really cross their fingers to make it into the uh, state tournament for a wild card if they don't get it done here. Again, they're in the seventh slot. We haven't ran all the numbers, so let's not officially throw dirt on Carney yet. Fastball down the middle for a strike. We'll talk more about it on the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats. We'll talk with one of the assistant coaches, either Matt Conant or Josh Redmond, when we're done. Big curveball, swung on and missed. Strike two. That was a nice one. Tynert has thrown a little bit more off speed the later in the game that we have gotten. And he is ahead in the count here. 0-2 to Nolan Smith. North Star stuck their bat out on a couple of two-strike pitches. Here's a fastball that is rifled just outside the first base bag. I'm going to say North Star on a couple of two-strike counts, whether it was 0-2, 1-2. It stuck the bat out and found a way to get a hit of their four. They did that a couple of times. And Tynert just tried to blow the 0-2 pitch by him. Good job by Smith to foul it away. Another 0-2. Swung on and missed. They'll have to tag him out. They didn't. They haven't called him out yet. Run to first, young man. And now they'll throw over to first and tag him out. But it is a strikeout. And Carney is down to their final out. That was a weird one. He actually put that down 2-5-3 because the catcher, Preston Yates, thought he tagged him. The umpire said, no, he threw to third. He must have tagged him because Nolan Smith stopped. Nolan wouldn't have stopped had he not felt the tag. And it's all down to Dylan Welsh. First pitch fouled back, strike one. 2-0 Lincoln North Star. Nobody on two out, bottom of the seventh. This is the last chance for Carney High. Peyton Larson would be next. But Cameron Tyner trying to complete a complete game, two-hit shutout to force them into a game today with Lincoln Southeast, who beat Columbus in a walk-off 2-1. to one. Got a two-out single down the left field line. It wasn't just inside the bag. Pitch is fouled away, and we're down to our final strike for Carney. And Tynert has just come out and thrown strikes here in this seventh inning. He's done it a bunch in this baseball game. He has been outstanding. His fielders haven't had to do much, and when they have, they haven't made any mistakes. Nobody on, two outs, and an 0-2 pitch coming up to Dylan Welsh from Tynert. And it's going to be out, just out, ball one. Another great pitch by Tynert. And even though the pitchers have been getting the outside corner, not on that one, a little two out. One and two to Welsh. He has struck out twice. He's trying to avoid the hat trick. And the one, two to Welsh. Cameron Tyner kicks and fires. Swung on and missed. And Lincoln North Star has beaten Carney by a score of two to nothing. Two more strikeouts in the inning, unofficially eight in the ball game. 
for Cameron Tynert. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. Carney 15 and 9, Lincoln North Star 11 and 14, and proving what Coach Brad Archer has said for years: if you got that guy, you can get it done. And Cameron Tynert is that guy for the Lincoln North Star Navigators, and uh, don't expect that he'll be playing at Beatrice for his whole career. He has got some stuff. So let's see if Carney will have any chance to uh, grab one of those wild cards. Elkhorn South helped them by making that big comeback earlier today against Grand Island. The New West Post Game Show is coming up next here on ESPN Radio, KXPN Carney, and we'll be back in a moment to Lincoln Sherman Field. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm gonna be a nurse someday and I'm gonna try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique, position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being any place else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. You can buy books online, music online, even toothpaste. So why not your car? Tom Dinsdale CDJR makes it easy with start to finish. Just click the blue purchase now button on any new or used vehicle on our website. Choose your payments, value your trade, secure financing, and boom, you're done. Want a test drive? We'll bring it to you. Start to finish at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. The convenient way to buy your next vehicle. And welcome back to Sherman Field here in Lincoln. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. It just didn't happen for Kearney's offense. Lincoln North Star was the thorn in their side this season. They played them twice. They were 0-2. They had two hits in both ball games. 5-1 to one in the regular season and 2 to nothing here today. And North Star did not have a hit until the fifth inning. They scraped three across, and then in the sixth inning were able to uh, score a run after a leadoff single from Cameron Tynert, who is absolutely the player of the game, if you had to discuss that here today. So now we wait to see if Carney's body of work during the regular season where they played basically everybody you could is good enough for a wild card. The top five teams in the Class A rankings, according to the Omaha World Herald, all beat Kearney this year. And unfortunately, there were a couple of those against Millard West and Millard South that Kearney had a chance, had leads late in the ball game, and uh, 
they win any of those games they would have been hosting. That doesn't mean that they would have won. They just wouldn't have been playing Lincoln North Star. They would have been playing Columbus. And Southeast would have been playing North Star. So now Carney needs to root for Southeast to beat North Star. North Star win is not going to move them up uh, any farther. They can't, there's still three games below 500. So uh, you need all the top six seeds to win and hope Carney can still grab uh, one of those wild cards. Interestingly enough, Lincoln North Star has played Lincoln Southeast twice this season and have played them tough. In the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, they lost to Southeast 7-6. to six. And then in the regular season, they played them here just a couple of weeks ago, and they lost that ball game by a score of 7-5. to five. We will be talking with assistant coach Josh Redmond on the postgame show here momentarily, but let's run down the final numbers we had in the ball game for Lincoln North Star. Two runs, four hits. Carney had two slash three errors. They did give them an error here on a pass ball, uh, so that goes down as the third error of the baseball game. Had errors with two outs in each, the first and second inning, and it actually didn't hurt Carney. And then as far as left on base for Lincoln North Star today, a total of five base runners uh, for Braden Anderson. He is going to be the tough luck loser. Only the first, it's the first time as a starter that he lost the baseball game uh, for Carney High, and he didn't lose it. Carney just didn't score any runs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten strikeouts in the baseball game today for Braden Anderson, and he did not walk a single batter. You could not have asked more of the senior Braden Anderson for Carney, and unfortunately, we just don't get to see Riley Miller and Lucas Wagner and some of the other guys. Uh, Blake Reedus may be a pitch today uh, for Carney. Blake had suited up after missing the last couple of games with a non-baseball-related uh, injury. So, again, hopefully Carney has a chance. If they do, the state tournament begins Friday. If they're the eighth seed, they play the first game. If they're the seventh seed, they play the last game in the tournament on uh, Friday. And uh, then you'd be looking at playing either Millard West or Prep or uh, maybe even East, depending on how all that uh, plays out. So two runs, four hits today for Lincoln North Star. Three Carney errors, five men left on base. Braden Anderson goes a complete game, striking out ten, walking none, although he did hit a couple of batters in the ballgame. For Carney, no runs on two hits. Lincoln North Star had no errors. Carney left four men on base, and the winning pitcher today also went the distance. Cameron Tynert picks up the win as uh, he struck out of the ball game eight men, and he did give up a couple of walks in the contest. We'll take a break and come back and talk with the Kearney assistant coach, Josh Redman, right after this on the New West Postgame Show. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. And welcome back to high school baseball and the New West Post Game Show on ESPN Tri-Cities. And uh, Carney comes out on the wrong side of their semifinal game today against Lincoln North Star, two to nothing. And assistant coach Josh Redmond joins us. And uh, coach, I talked with Coach Archer in the pregame. He said seven out of the eight losses had been to top ten teams, and the other two were to this young man, <laughs> Cameron yeah. Tyner. Uh, he just he had the number again today. He did. Um, and we we figured we would see him on the mound uh, coming into the semifinal game, and. Uh, he came in relief against us early in the year, and he did exactly what he did today. So all credit to him on the mound, and he did a good job keeping us off balance. What made him so tough today? Uh, I think it's just a combination with his fastball and his slider that kind of ran off the plate, and he worked the outside part of the zone on us. And we were aggressive. We hit some balls pretty hard, and I think Carter Lee had one that got up in the wind. I think the wind's no wind. I think that ball's gone early in the game. So, I mean, and that's we got blanked on the wrong day. And you actually overcame a couple of the early errors. You, the things that we had talked about that had hurt this baseball team early in the season had gotten better. And we talked about mm -hmm. that in the pregame with Coach Arch. Some of the guys that weren't hitting well uh, hit better down the stretch here. A couple of guys like a Nolan Smith and a Carter Lee. The errors were way down. The pitching past your top two had gotten better. You had definitely positioned yourself. And it looked like early on maybe a couple of those things were going to haunt you. But they just didn't. No. I mean, they – they snuck a couple into the outfield yep. uh, that you guys didn't. It was a good competitive game between um, both guys on the mound, Anderson and Dinert, and them two going back and forth. I mean, like I said before, they hit a few balls that were where we weren't, and we had won that one blunder on the suicide squeeze there at the end that cost us another run. So um, I think, you know, you look at the game as a whole, it's, it's just frustrating how it ended because we felt like we were there the whole time. Let's talk about a couple of the things first with uh, Braden going no-hit for four innings and throwing 10 strikeouts. But both guys were throwing strikes. So sometimes, as a career number eight and nine hitter, yeah. you just got to stick your bat out there yeah. and maybe something happens. They had a kid that was hitting 143, got a hit, and a kid hitting 128 did the same thing out there. Braden couldn't have done any better no. than, he, than he did today. Yeah, I think it's just, you look at it, like I said, the whole picture of the day. I mean, Anderson, you know, pitched his tail off, which he always does. And when he's on the mound, we're... We know we have a shot, and our guys respond very well. And um, baseball is funny sometimes that way, where you get the bat out on some balls, and they find little gaps or little holes in the infield, and you know, that ended up being the difference. Coach Archer went out to the mound specifically to talk about defense on that botched suicide that happened just a couple of pitches later. And I thought even, even the best are prone to pressure from time to yep. time. Braden only bounced one ball all day. It was while that was going on. Just kind of talk about what went on there in that sixth inning when two things that happen only once in the game happened there. Yeah, that's, it, it, you know, it, all the momentum, like all the pressure with what comes with district kind of comes at that point, I think. Um, you, you know, you can talk about it, you can go through it until it happens. Uh, we don't know how, how, will, how, people, how kids will respond. So I think it's it's a combination of the situation and and they got themselves in that situation. And we made one mistake there. Carney assistant coach Josh Redmond and Matt Connett, always great to have them come up after the ball game and break it down. And most of them have been wins this year, so that's yeah. great. Josh, I guess uh, everybody wants to know, 
does Carney still have a chance to get one of these wild cards after this loss? Um, we're going to do some math, I think, and kind of check some scores here. And uh, this loss obviously doesn't help us, but we'll have to do, look at some of that stuff on the way home and just kind of kind of crunch the numbers. So. Well, we hope, it we hope it happens. I mean, yeah. you guys played everybody you could possibly play this year. If it doesn't, and this is it for Carney, you got a ton of seniors. Yeah. And this baseball team may have improved. I, I think the one thing is, usually the team is so darn good to start the season, like back in summer ball, and I know right. this is only three years for high school, that you don't say how much improved they were. This team had some room to grow, and they did. Just yeah. kind of your thoughts if this is it. You know, I said this earlier with about the senior group. It's a group that loves baseball. I mean, it's a predominantly baseball-driven group where they their main sport they like to play is baseball. So that, that coming to the ballpark and being around that type of atmosphere every day is really, really good. Um, they'll be missed, and like I said earlier too, we brought some juniors along to kind of see how they operate, and you know, they kind of pave the way for the next group coming up. Coach, thanks for coming Appreciate up. You. Appreciate Let's do it. Let's hopefully, we can do it again. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, thanks, thanks Coach. Coach Josh Redman, along with Matt Connett, Brad Archer, been great all season long. Carney falls today by a score of two to nothing. No runs, two hits, no North Star errors. Four men left on base. Cameron Tynert went the distance. He was able to strike out eight. Walked two in the ball game for Lincoln North Star. Two runs, four hits, three Carney errors, five men left on base. Braden Anderson struck out ten, walked nobody, did have a couple of hit batters on a couple of curves inside that got away and picks up his first loss of the year as a starting pitcher. All right, so Lincoln Southeast and Lincoln North Star, they'll play here in about 25 or 30 minutes for the A6 championship. As we said earlier today, uh, Hastings picked up the uh, win in their contest, 4-3 to three in eight innings over Central City, Fullerton Centura, and Elkhorn had a walk-off to advance on over Platteview. That was a big 6-0 lead early on, and then they end up winning it on a walk-off. So that game, 4 o'clock on KHAS Monday afternoon from Central City. And on one side, we feel bad for Grand Island, but it's good for Kearney because Elkhorn South doesn't swallow up one of the wild cards. Elkhorn South scored all of their runs in the bottom of the seventh to rally for a 4-3 win over Grand Island earlier today. So that's going to wrap things up on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Well, hopefully it's not the final broadcast of the year, but if it is, we want to say again, big thank you to all the coaches, Ryan Hogue and Carmen Grant and all the folks back at Memorial Field for their help throughout the year to ENT Physicians, Five Points Bank, Optical Gallery, Johnson Landscape, Family Physical Therapy, Hellman, Maine, Kostler and Cottle, Broadfoot, Sand and Gravel, and the many sponsors that allow us to bring you high school baseball. Again, the state tournament begins on Friday. We have district track coverage that we'll have for you. We'll be at the B5 that involves Kearney Catholic and the rest of the Tri-City uh, Class B schools, Adams Central, Hastings, Northwest. Uh, they're going to be up at Broken Bow, so we'll have that Tuesday. Then Thursday we have coverage from the D5 at Burwell and also the D6 that will be taking place at Sandy Creek High School with updates getting folks ready for the state track meet. And, of course, it's not over. we got golf and tennis and everything, soccer still going on. Uh, Northwest getting the job done today 
uh, on the soccer pitch as well. One more time, we can give you those scores before we let you go. And don't forget, uh, Royals baseball coming up this weekend uh, as they take on uh, Baltimore. They got rained out yesterday. And so uh, that's going on. We've got the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby today as well. In those boys' soccer scores, Lexington, they got a battle today, but they beat South Sioux City 3-2. Bennington shut out Kearney Catholic by a score of 5 to nothing, And Northwest beat Columbus Scotus by a score of 3-1. to And our two area girls teams, Hastings was eliminated today in their contest by Norris 6 to nothing, And it was Granada Northwest beating Platteview 3-1 to to head on to the state tournament. From Sherman Field in Lincoln, this is Doug Duda saying have a great rest of your weekend. Good luck to all the graduates. Ceremonies over the next two weekends as well as we said Carney Catholic tomorrow and a week from tomorrow for Carney High. And happy Mother's Day to my mom and all the moms out there as well. Lincoln North Star 2, Carney nothing here on ESPN. Are you looking to get the next 10 to 20 bushels on your farm? Tune in to our weekly Bushel Up series with Brandon Hamer this growing season. Don't miss a week as each episode will cover timely tips regarding nutrient, weed, disease, and insect pressures with guidance on proper application windows. Follow Brandon as he uses his agronomic expertise to farm alongside you in our Owner's Acres fields. Catch our weekly Bushel Up series on our Owner's Acres YouTube channel or watch it on our Aurora Cooperative Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. We look forward to helping you Bushel Up this growing season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. The preceding has been a News Channel Nebraska ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports Production. Visit newschannelnebraska.com to view our upcoming broadcast schedule. Thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.